This is Tall Boy Radio. Each week, your hosts, Beans, Gaz and Andy, grab a beer and discuss our topic of the week. We try to keep things uncomplicated. The premise for this podcast is as simple as we are. Not only can you listen to us wherever good podcasts are found, you can also watch us. Just search Tall Boy Radio on YouTube. If you have a story and want to feature on the show, drop us an email at tbrpodcast at hotmail.com or leave us a comment on social media at Tallboy Radio on Twitter and Facebook and at Tallboy Radio Podcast on Instagram or leave us a message via the Anchor app which we can play on the show. This is a Beans Does Stuff production. Anyway, the show is about to start so go grab yourself a cold one, sit back and enjoy. Hello and welcome back. We're on uh, episode 55, the one-year anniversary. Uh, we're not going to talk anything about that. We're going to talk about game night. Um, before we get into that, though, we'll do the introductions. So, who wants to go first, Adam? Yeah, how's it going? Um, well, tonight I am drinking, and this one was donated to me by, by my brother. It's not a beer, but it is an alcoholic energy drink called dragon soup wow just it just seemed an entirely appropriate name rhubarb and custard flavored seven and a half percent it's not too bad it's not too bad happy days right for for the for the anniversary for the one year anniversary i'm drinking an andy favorite which is a duval uh, and again out of official um tbr merch and just in case that goes down really really well i've got a beaver town gamma ray just just as a backup so that's good cool. so i'm on the old uh gentleman jack today. um so we've got two guests with us so uh do you want to introduce yourselves Come on, <laughs> yeah good to be back uh second podcast this one for me uh looking forward to it um i'm just drinking orange cordial guys so None of the hard stuff like you lads. <laughs> Craig? Very good. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Um, I'm drinking uh, one of water's best sort of PG decaffeinated, 16 calories per cup. And um, I have a, a glass of water chaser, just in case uh, this sort of knocks me out. In, in case that knocks your socks off. <laughs> <laughs> With it being decaf, you've got to be careful these days, haven't you? <laughs> so we're going to be in for a wild night. <laughs> <laughs> wild. That's so, um, do you want to say anything? Thanks to anyone or anything like that before we start, or we all good? I, I, I'm 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 going to say something first, and I apologise if I get the pronunciation wrong, but I just like to say Dziękuję to all of our Polish uh, listeners because we are still inside the top 50 um podcast document was it documentary podcast whatever it is um in poland so we're in, we're in the top 50 so um Jenkuedzi, i think if and and uh, as i say i apologize for the pronunciation but thank you guys keep listening yeah we're, we're above the american uh, journalist katie Couric. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. We must have uh, some very, very influential Polish friends. We must. We must. I, I don't I'm know who telling they you, are. it goes back to that Let Vuelsa comment like months ago that I made. <laughs> it goes back to that. It must be. It must yeah. be. We'll have to see if it's a world record as well, like most yeah. time in the charts. Most time yeah, in the Polish good, podcast charts. Good question. Good question. I, I want to give a quick shout out. One perhaps we should have done last week, actually, because country number 28. The United Arab Emirates. That's 28 countries now that's listening to the Tallboy Radio podcast. So thank you all very, very much for doing so. We said we're going to do something when we hit number 30. We don't know what that is going to be yet, but we'll do some kind of a giveaway for for something. We don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Just, just can I just add one other? Um, and, and I don't know whether or not we've sort of, well, we haven't said it on a podcast, but a big shout out to Tiddy and Shiner again. Thanks to you guys um, for giving us a shout out. Um, Really enjoyed the episode. You were right with the odd left turn here or there. Um, but yeah, um, thanks, thanks, guys. Keep listening um, and um, keep sharing your love. Cheers, fellas. Amen. Amen. Right so, um, 
so I'm hosting this episode as I know nothing about what's going to go on in this episode. Uh, <laughs> so um, I suppose we'll get one of the guests to talk about what what the theme is, like what is like your role playing games, what sort of you know, sort of brief intro about it. Craig, Craig, you, Craig uh, go on, then you go first. You're you're the granddaddy of this. You you you, you uh, kick us off. Well, well, thank you. So, do you want me to basically just describe what I think it it it, it is, yeah. what entails it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the way it was described to me was, and this is way back in the uh, 1980s. Um, some of you guys don't remember that, um, but it was it was described to me as if you could read a book, but you can actually be the person in the book and go where you want, do what you want to do. And th there was no limits to, you know, turn to page 45 if you want to open the door, turn to, you know, page 11 if you want to sort of use the golden key or whatever. It, it was just, and that, and that was it. And you could attach it to any genres, D&D, &D, quite a lot of people know about that. Uh, but there are a myriad of other um, role-playing episodes, series, is you know anything anything you think of you could role play in it okay yeah. so do you generally have like set of rules and stuff like that? so like D, D, for example you have a games master who would talk about you know roll the dice or whatever and tell you come up to a monster or something like that do, do each game involve that sort of aspect yeah um, you, yeah you would have you, yeah. Th there are a set of rules for each genre <clears throat> effectively um and the games master, the guy that that, that runs it. If you imagine he he's like, I say the storyteller. He's the narrator. He's the one that sets the scene. And you guys basically just interact. Imagine writing your own story, effectively. Um, and yes, there are depending on which genre you are in, depends on the sort of rules that, that that you play. But effectively, yes, there are a set of rules that, that that govern how your characters can interact and things like that. So yeah. There's an element of chance to every game, though, isn't there? Sort of, yeah. that's where the dice yeah. yeah, and with the, the character side of it, it's you're playing roles, so to speak, that you you, you know you you never ever play, you you never beat in real life. So it's it's what's well, fancy, isn't it? Really? It's, yeah, it's fancy. Yeah, I suppose it's, fantasy it's roles, and you you, know? you get to take on different characters, and it's a bit like I suppose. Imagine you are, I suppose, an actor or an actress and you take on the role of, in one week it could be Hamlet and in the next week it could be, I don't know, whoever whoever else it may be. You know, it, you take on various different roles of various different characters and you try to sort of um, attribute some characteristics that they might have and you try and effectively become that person, for want of a better said, phrase. Having said that, though, what Gaz has just said... <laughs> Stereotypically, we all seem to be the same character in, in the genres, um, which we'll probably end up talking about a little bit later, I would imagine. Well, let me just um, here we go. Let, 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 let me touch on what, what Craig um, said. So, I, I first got into into role playing through, well, initially uh, my brother Gary and, and Adam, um, and then quite soon after that with Craig. And I just Don't remember going around because Craig, Craig used to be a chef, so I remember going around to Craig's house. And we we're playing Warhammer Forty Thousand or some other some other board games, so role playing board games, and then it'd be like dinner time, and Craig go down, make some pasta and carbonara and this and that, and it was great. We spent we spent all day there. Brilliant. It's like being at a hotel. <laughs> I, I, I remember. Yeah, I mean Craig. Craig, as I said earlier, being the granddaddy of of, of our sort of role playing geek geeky family, we sort of um, I sort of got involved role playing. I don't. Sort of via one of our, one of the guys that listens to our podcast, actually, Dave. He he he's a fellow geek, um, and he introduced me to sort of role playing around at Craig and stuff. And we had some we had some good times, some sort of proper geeky good good times, good laughs sort of thing. And um, so yeah, so Craig, I suppose, introduced me to, to it, and then obviously you then explore the different genres and this that and the other. And I think you were you were the same, weren't you? Had you were sort of introduced to sort of Craig and stuff as well, weren't you? So yeah, and that's, I mean that's where Gaz and I actually know each other from uh, and yeah. and probably said a little bit later on but yeah i dave invited me up to to craig's house to play star wars for the first time ever that was the first game first game i ever played yeah star wars i and I, I, I can tell you the date as well actually december the 5th 1989 i'm gonna ask andy now how old he was on that date that's what's gonna worry me <laughs> five 
<laughs> I was in my 40s then. Um, <laughs> you were already going great. Do you remember your first character art? Yeah, it was a bounty hunter called Dengar. Not very original, because I think that is actually a, a genuine character, isn't it, from one of the Star yeah, Wars Yeah, the guy films. covered in toilet rolls, yeah. yeah. That's Do you the remember one, yeah. your first character, Gaz? No, I don't. I, I, I think it was. I think it's Merp, which is a, a genre that's based on the the world of Tolkien and Middle Earth, effectively. So Middle Earth role playing Merp. Um, I, I vaguely remember a, a warrior called Varak Ungsted, but I don't know whether or not that was my first one. I don't. I don't recall, if I'm honest. I, I still have all the red. He's frozen. He's frozen. Yeah. Do you? Have you still got them all going back back in the day? I've I've got all I've got all uh, damage records and wow. um, all that's got of XP so it's all in your handwriting, do you lot? So <laughs> proper soon find out. That, was your that first is character, nerd. So what? Sorry. What was your first character? Um, and and yeah, this is really going to throw a spanner in the works now, isn't it? Um, it was. I, I've got a feeling it was June or July of nineteen eighty three. Was the first time. Uh, yes, uh, that's the face that says it all, Adam. Uh, 1983. Um, I was 13 at the time, um, so that gives my get age away. Um, and my friend at school, whose name was James Wilson, he lived on um, the main road through towards um, All Sages School. I want to. Is it Hassel Road? Hassel Road. He lived on Hassel Road, and he invited us around on one Saturday afternoon just as a play this game i have got no idea what this what this game was anyway it, he, he said his friend was coming around to show us this oh, okay yeah fair enough so of course he he turned up with these trays of like lead figures that were yeah. fantastically painted there were sort of you know skeletons goblins and all kinds of and i was like whoa what sort of game is this so of course he, he said oh I've, I've already rolled a character up for you um and and basically it was it was an, an elf thief was my very first character wow. and and, it, and then the game was Dungeons and Dragons and but I just thought <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I quickly moved on after that but yeah it was an elf 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 Do you remember thief. his name I, I, I have no idea Elfie I have no idea um, <laughs> Elfie well, I, I, do, I, I, I do what was yours so what was my, yours then Sid yeah mine was Cthulhu in our, our dining room with me, you, Adam, and Adam's um, middle middle brother, uh, John. And my first character was Alberto Albertelli. Was that Cthulhu. your first one? Yeah, was and you Scottish? were running it. Wow. So, so for those for those of you who, who weren't sure, sort of um, Cthulhu or Call of Cthulhu is a genre based upon the works of H.P. Lovecraft. Um, so it's all to do with the mythos and sort of otherworldly sort of um, beings and creatures and, and so on. And actually, was it um, Lovecraftian Country, which was the series that... Yeah. Was it Sky yeah, Love, Atlantic? Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft, Lovecraft, yeah. Country yeah. Lovecraft Country, whatever. So, and, and that was sort of similar. And so if you... There's also if, traits to that in, uh, in like, Stranger Things, isn't there? Yeah. You know, with yeah. creatures. Yeah. That's very much like Thule. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, and yeah, actually, Stranger and, Things, the, the, the main, the main, the main guys, the sort of geeks in in Stranger Things, they obviously role play what looks like Dungeons and Dragons, um, yeah. but it, it it might not be, but it looks like that, and um, and obviously, you know, it's brought geekiness to a to a whole new um, audience, which is fantastic because <laughs> other than Andy, who has no clue what we're talking about, we're all pretty much geeks, which is great. I love it. <laughs> Okay, let, let me just quickly throw a question: Geek, <laughs> Geeks or nerds? What, what what's the difference? Been called both. I've been, yeah, I was going to say, is, I've been a geek. I would say, geek. Yeah, I'd say geek. geek. Pure, yeah. Purely and simply because your wife refers to what we did as geeking. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yes, that's that's yeah. Yeah, Touché, we, yeah, we, <laughs> we, yeah, we geek. Because uh, we—that's literally what we used to say. So, oh, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm going around crazy. Well, yeah, we're geeking. Oh, I okay. <laughs> and literally, <laughs> I would say that we are geeks. It's funny because for for those sort of that, that don't really sort of understand, I've never really sort of come across it. it like everybody says, well, where where's the board? Like, what 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 do you do? Like, where's the board? What do you do? Do you move your pieces around a board? It's like, no, no, no. There's no board. Well, well, how does it work then? Do you? And I remember years ago. Um, 
And my, my wife, Jenny, she's called it like ghost, you're going ghost busting. It's like, yeah, that's his. She said, what, did you just strap like a hoover on your back or something, run around? I was like, yes, that's exactly what it's not. Awesome, be, by the way. To be fair, to be fair, I was just pointing on, touching on the, the board, so to speak. We never had a board, but what we did have, and I'm sure he still got it, is a rolled up rubber mat with, with squares on. Yeah, we're great. Yeah, that's, you might have yeah. a game area, that's but there's, all there's no that matters, I'm sure. Yeah. It's... yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, is there, is there any props or do you dress up or anything like that? Or once, Ooh. well, I Ooh. didn't, but one person <laughs> did once. Well, and you jumped in quick too much there, Gary. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. Uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> how, how often uh, was I, it? It's like a weekend thing, was it? Yeah. See, we might do. Um, so, but I say back in the day when we were geeking, relatively sort of frequently you might just a couple of times a week maybe was it perhaps one night in the week and then maybe a, a Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon or something that, that we'd do I think, I think, um, to be honest we were at school guys I think it was I think we might have done it three four times a week it, over over a, like a period over, was it? over a year or something certainly yeah definitely but yeah so, 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 the props in terms of obviously depending on which genre you have the one that, that we role played a lot initially, which was based on the on the worlds of Tolkien, you would have, I say, props in terms of, you would have little models that would that you would use to char- characterize your your persona as such, and and you would have various attributes which would be like certain characters can move quicker or slower than others, and certain characters are stronger or weaker than others, and so on. So you would effectively you'd use a game board and it in and you would use as a visual representation of where your characters were so you'd be right well i'm going to move to there and then i can do this and then you're going to move there and so you would there would be a game area or game zone but in terms of a board with segments that you roll the dice and you move around there wasn't really anything like that but and no we didn't dress up so you missed out it was like done with like round crates it was done like with rulers so like in like what Gaz is on about in Merp, you can only move 15 foot per round. Um, and I think unless you're going into battle, wasn't it? Something like that. Um, so, you, you know, and uh, a foot was like a centimetre. So you just kind of worked it out from that. And then you had a battle order and this and that. It was, yeah, it was, it was strange, but yeah. But effectively, what, what would happen is your character would have certain attributes and skills. So um, your character might be quicker acting than somebody else's character so when when the action started to sort of um kick off as such you know your character would act quicker so you would get to declare what you wanted to do first and then obviously based on what you did then based on what other characters and and how they interacted with you and so on so it's all to do with different attributes and different skills i suppose um of the character that you are taking on it's not you know how fast is gaz it and Adam and Craig and said it's how fast are the characters that they're portraying, how strong are the characters that they're portraying and, and so on. So it, it was all to do with it. Effectively, it's you trying to act as a different character effectively. That, that That's what, that's how it sort of works really. Um, and then everything would rely on the interaction and, and there would be no sort of script, you know, the, 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 the guy that's running the game would, he's the narrator the storyteller but there was no script there was no you have to say this you have to say that everything was sort of done live and in real time and and so on so um back you know it was i think uh, it, uh, in terms of the the guy that was running <clears> the game that the games master as such they would always have um an idea as to the storyline and where he wanted the characters to go to, but how they got there was entirely up to the characters, effectively. The, the guys that played it, they would just decide, well, I'm going to go here, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and so on. So um, it, imagine it as a bit like a, the, there was a start, a middle, and an end, but the middle bits were sort of pretty fluid, and you just decided what you wanted to do, um, which meant the games master had to think on his feet quite a lot because the characters might decide to do something that the games master hadn't really thought about. And then he's like, Oh, actually I need to now think of something that would happen, et cetera, et cetera. And the story would unfold and invariably it would go in a direction that really the games master would never really have thought of. So thinking on your feet was pretty useful. 
Yeah, I suppose I every, every game is different. You have to have certain skills. Uh, yeah, I think sort of and and as you say, thinking on your feet because you know that you're going to start, say for example, down at the docks. The next thing you may go to the museum, but you may end up at the football ground or whatever at the end. But all of a sudden, the characters right at the beginning may say, "Okay, let's." Uh, you know, we'll head off to head off to the high school then, and you think, oh, crikey, um, I've got nothing written down for the high school, and then yeah. you have to sort of think on your feet how you're going to sort of bring them back onto it. But it's uh, as I say, it's it, it's a skill. But yeah. I tell you what, we didn't know we didn't know place inside. I was a last in. Yeah, <laughs> last in. All we saw was in the last. I was going to say, explain what the last in is then for those that are, they are uninitiated. Well, Paul. Uh, well, it was it was basically a, a, an inn that we we slept eight and went back to um, recover from injuries <laughs> when we used to get <laughs> used to get chopped up by orcs or what have you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was yeah it was just our 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 uh, congregational place really. That I mean, in the a lot of the uh, the adventures or scenarios started in the last inn. Uh, that was like our our base, and we 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 just we just headed headed off in different directions on different uh, scenarios. Yeah. Would you agree? I think it first started as a as a as a as a start or an introductionary game um, yeah, with the original Middle Red Book that came with Middle Earth role playing, and and it, and it just always grew from there. You were you were in this inn, and it it gave you with a couple of things that were going to happen, and you went off and explored and broke your leg, and had to spend two months back at the inn repairing before you went off again. <laughs> yeah. and that, that, uh, that, that was it, and then repeat. Just, really just yeah, you do it. Herba Girl it was in, wasn't it, Craig? If I remember rightly. It was, that was the ruined fortress about yeah. two days walk or ride or whatever it was from from the last inn. Yeah, yeah. The scouting party of orcs always lived there. You could guarantee it. Whatever game you were playing, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Sounds like a precursor to that gaming, like like you got MMOs and stuff nowadays, and it all sounds quite similar to that. Where yeah, you, know, you choose your character, you you go through a story, you sort of choosing where you want to go and stuff. Yeah. Andy, if you imagine, you know, if you're playing online, so for those for the listeners, if you imagine um, like World of Warcraft, for example, to when you're online, if you if you play World of Warcraft, it, imagine it's a, it effectively it's a free roaming MM multi multiplayer role playing game online, and effectively instead of you then just controlling your character via keypads and joysticks and whatever you would just effectively use conversations to be like, right, I'm, I'm, my character's going to go there, he's going to do this, he's going to say this, rather than you actually think- controlling him. So think of, if you thought of World of Warcraft, effectively that's very similar to, you know, what what a role-playing sort of genre, it's that f- that sort of fantasy fiction sort of yeah, um, genre. And I, and I think it's I think it's a bit bit more on, remember those books, was it Ian Livingston, Citadel of Chaos, the Jackson. role-playing book? Yeah. Ian yeah. Jackson, sorry. Citadel of Chaos Yeah, and 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 it gave you like A, B, C, D, which which way you wanted to go. If you chose A, turn to page seventy-two, if you chose B, go to ninety, you know, and it was it's it's that basically. But yeah, imagine that but imagine that but without the 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 confines of I suppose if you do this, then you go to this page. The, the games master, the guy in charge, say, right, what do you want to do? And you go, well, I, okay, I'll do this. And then the games master would spin the yarn, tell the story, and it'd be, okay, so Certainly. as you go here, this happens to you, and this happens to you. And it's like, okay, so based on that, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to, do you want to run away? Do you want to fight? Do you want to hide? Do you want to this? Do you want to, and, and then based on your decisions, again, the, 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 the games master, whoever was running that game at that particular time, would then decide sort of what happened so yeah steve was it steve jackson or whatever it was that, that was steve it steve jackson and ian livingston were two guys yeah. behind the yeah and, and they they did was it the um warlock of five top, top mountain was that number one was it city <laughs> chaos number two was it or something death trap dungeon was about four was it or something so yeah death trap dungeon was five i was the lizard king was seven i seem to remember the, playing there, that there was city a star of thieves sh- was four i think starship something was it that was a starship star traveler, traveler which yeah. i think was yeah. three yeah. I'm not. I, but yeah, so but it's so imagine that. It, 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. Do you lot still play it? Occasionally, not as, no. perhaps not as often as we we like maybe, but we with, try with to. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, with with, with with COVID at the minute, we can't can't all get together. So um, yeah, it's, we, it's we a lot one. tougher really on. 
about can... 12 months ago. Yeah, so something. Yeah. Probably January yeah. of last year, before everything decided to lock down, we did a, a Call of Cthulhu, which was set probably, what was it, uh, about 1910 or was something like that. Yeah, you were, you were on a, 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 a boat. Was it in the Arctic? Uh, or yeah. And the crew had gone off to do something, but they never returned. So you were left on the ship thinking, so what happens? And, you know, I think a dog sort of came running back and they thought, well, that's one of the expeditionary dogs. So what, what do we do? The, yeah. it has something happened? Um, so you make your decision on how you, how you go about deciding, do you go and rescue them? What equipment do you take? Um, do you think, yeah. well, they, they're done in? It's yeah. And all, and all I remember about that one is Gaz. Uh, I, think, I think I was captain of the, the ship, wasn't I? All I remember is Gaz just being really negative and just disagreeing with everything I said. <laughs> Which is doc, like we're, doc, doc. we're brothers. We're brothers. So we're allowed to do that. That's what happened. <laughs> so so there you go. Was he doing yeah. dry January as well? Is that why? To be fair, Andy. Back in back in the day, we did we did we argue? Did we not? Possibly, but then it was like I suppose the older we got, the more it's like no. By doing that, we were just basically arguing like. Whoever my character was, whoever Sid's character was, that was it. We just ended up having log heads with each other. So, do you want to fight? Didn't yeah, say it. Wrong. Andy, if you ever if you ever felt left out when we were having a beer and pizza night, you're probably grateful you weren't invited now, aren't you? Yeah, you lucky guy. No, it, it, it's weird because. You know, I say when we were a lot younger and stuff. Yeah, I, you know, I, I love, I love, I love role playing. It was brilliant. It was, it was a bit of a release. It was a chance to sort of see your mates and, um, and obviously the older you get, the more responsibilities, sort of family wise and stuff. Um, <laughs> you're right there, Sid. Yeah, well, sorry, that was really well for our YouTube viewers, wasn't it? Oh, well, yeah. The, the golem having a route through his gubbins. Um, but yeah, so back in... Oh, oh, there you go. Look at that bad boy. Get it on, you eBay. Know, that was one of them we used to um, use. So yeah, I suppose back in the day, I, yeah, I, I genuinely, I really enjoyed it. It was, I loved, I loved, I, I loved it. it. It just, it was a bit of escapism, I suppose, a bit of chance to just. Yeah, say some meet meet with some fellow geeks and um you know just just enjoy taking on various different roles and it was weird because everyone used to say oh he's running the next one he's gonna be the games master and it'd be like oh no no I don't fancy that no I don't want to do that no I don't want to do that and it's like okay so who's, who is going to be the games master then it's like well I'll go on I'll do one then because there is like a podcast, podcast. yeah and it's weird because I said. I said I'd have a message and, and obviously I won't I won't spoil any spoilers for sort of future episodes, but I was like, no, you can do that one, Ad, you can leave that one. He's like, do you not want to do it? I was like, no, nah, you do it. <laughs> so it was exactly the same as role playing, exactly the same. We'd be like, no, I don't want to do it. I think just because when you were when you were games master and it was it was it was great just to see where the characters were going, what they'd say and what they'd do and how they'd react. But actually, I suppose the a lot of the joy of it came from you actually being that character and being a particular, you know, person as such. And and obviously the games master wouldn't. Sometimes you might you have lots of other characters. So imagine the main three or four characters in a book. The, the games master would control everybody else in the book, sort of thing. But yeah. th there was something. And then, sorry, and then and then sometimes, Andy, what what would happen is you you would get your stereotypical. What Gaz would pick, what I would pick, which in Mert would always be a warrior or, um, you know, top secret like a, a, a bodyguard or something like that. Um, so, so towards a later stage, what we, what the games master then did is if there was four of us or five of us playing, he would create five characters face down and then you just pick them. So, you you know, just random. And so it was, it was very challenging sometimes because you ended up playing something that you weren't really familiar with and you would never pick to play, so to speak. Um, so that was that was quite quite good in a way. Imagine imagine logging on to World of Warcraft and someone saying, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to randomise your character and whatever appears, that's you. You know, you might go into World of Warcraft and create a, um, you know, um, a, a seven-foot troll that's immensely strong that can pretty much beat the crap out of everybody else. And actually... If you then randomise that, you might end up with a, you know, a five and a half foot wizard that's incredibly powerful, but is 
couldn't, you know, sort of couldn't fight himself out of a plastic bag type thing. You know what I mean? So it's it, to make it completely random what you could do. You could literally could randomize the characters. You turn the, the, the sheets upside down. You go right, pick one. And it's like, right, that's you. And you have to sort of get yourself into that mindset of, right, I'm being that person now. So that 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 worked. There are times when you might want to, you know, you, you like to choose a particular character just because you wanted to play a particular type of character. But th- there was some benefit of, of doing it pretty randomly. And there you go, there's four characters. You're picking one each. That's who you are. And that sort of worked in it a couple of times. Reuse a character. So, sorry, Andy. Um, sorry, would you would you ever reuse a character? So say you had, you know, uh, Bob the Paladin oh. or whatever. Would he <laughs> then go into another story and? Yeah, po- yeah, yeah, yeah. It d- depended on the genre. Obviously, it depended on the genre that that you were playing. That there will be times when, and I think me and Adam, we 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 had two characters and, and that, that were involved in the sort of the, the Lovecraftian genre, and we had um, was it Harry Potter and. Carlton, Carlton Franklin, Franklin Jr. Jr. Yeah, there you go, you see. So Adam was Carlton Franklin Jr. and I was Howard Potter and our two characters knew each other. And we basically finished, let's say, the novel or the story or the scenario. And then next time we went and we, we, we did that genre again, we would use the same characters. And effectively you would create the characters and they would become more experienced mm. and they would gain more skills and so on. But we couldn't use those characters if we were role-playing in the world of... Um, Tolkien, because the, the characters just don't fit, if you know what I mean. So it'd be a bit like a 1920s gentleman with a bowler hat and a cane walking around a snow-top mountain trying to fight orcs. It, it just doesn't, you know, it's a different genre sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, you can re, you know, you can reuse y- your characters. And actually, I remember, you know, there's a couple of characters you got really attached to, and then during some combat scene or whatever, they would effectively get some sort of fatal injury and you'd be like absolutely devastated when i was i was younger you used to hate losing characters you'd be like oh my god like that guy's gone i can't use him again and like proper like oh my days is like one of your favorite gaming characters whatever and you're like level 50 or whatever and all of a sudden it's like yeah he's gone now i've got to start again and you're like oh for god's sake sort of thing but yeah that's just the way it goes but yeah you can reuse characters so there's no problem with that you've not thought about doing over skype or zoom or anything like that yeah. yeah, we sort of tried. We sort of tried it. Look, it, it's not the same, but it's like anything in lockdown. It's not the same as it's not the same as you actually just being in a room. You know, it's like when we do, you know, when we do the podcast. It's not the same as us three sitting in a room next to each other having a beer and sort of chatting about it. it, it, you, it I suppose it is one of the things that that you could do. You know, you, you could easily do what we're doing now, and you're sitting on a screen and you sort of role play. Um, but it, it's just not quite the same, is it? Now it, it doesn't have the the interaction. I mean, if you sat around the table and, and and you and you're given the scenario, Adam and Gaz might be planning how they're going to break into a building, whereas I'm talking to Sid um, whilst whilst they're planning that and doing whatever. And it, yeah. it it doesn't sort of fit over the the Skype sort of thing because you pause while somebody else talks and then you wait and then you it's it's oh, a bit yeah. bit tricky on that yeah. sort of score. Yeah, and and I mean years ago I remember remember when we did the. Um, it was top secret, which is basically built on the world of sort of James, a bit like James Bond. So it's, it's spies and international spies and espionage and all that. And we did like a two on two, didn't we? So we'd have like two people in one room and two people yeah. in another room. And effectively, the, that was good. The, the, the games master would, would flip Ryan. between. Yeah. It's good. Um, so yeah, so what would happen is is that the games master would flip between the two rooms and be right. What were you two doing? Where are you going? And he'd spend a few minutes in there. And then he'd go into the net, you know, the other room, and he'd be like, "Right, what you see is you see this, and what are you doing?" And basically, he would move back and forward, and that sort of was okay. Sorry, Sid. Got steps in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and and that but that worked, but it's not the same. Obviously, when you're when you're online, it's as much as we can sit and talk about it now. It would be difficult for me and Adam to discuss what we were going to do at the same time that Craig was then asking Sid what he's going to do because it, yeah. it, it doesn't work. You have to mute various people and it just doesn't work, does it? So, which is yeah, a shame. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I have heard of a couple of games. Um, some of the stuff you listed I've not really heard of, but Quasar. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, go on. Uh, do, you want, do you want to lead on that? 
well, Quasar was the game that we were writing on it, guys. Me, you, and me, and Dave. Um, actually, Dave, we we invited Dave to come on the podcast, but Dave has a notoriously poor memory and claimed he couldn't remember anything to talk about and said it's all right. I'll come on another one. Cheers, guys. But wait, instructions. Well, yeah. Way way back in the day, way back in the day, me, Gaz, and Dave started writing a game that we were looking at getting published called Quasar, and I think the principle of it was. It was a quasar is like is an ever expanding galaxy or something like that. So yeah. the planet and the planets can get were getting destroyed and pushed out. And it was I think based loosely based about immigration where you were police stopping aliens getting onto your onto yeah. your planet, which yeah, yeah. Nah, in this current climate, it's probably inadvisable <laughs> to be coming out with stuff like that. But we never we never got very far. But Dave sent me Dave sent me a, a picture ages ago now, um, round about the time that he emailed Mrs. Gunter to get that information. And it was a piece of paper where he'd found um, where we with an agreement that we wouldn't basically shaft each other over over the the rights to it. And she had signed it. We had it signed by the teacher. No that's way. So honestly, yeah, yeah. That's, that's... Was it written on a whole 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 nut wrapper or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 there, the was, there was no there was no room after Phil drew his dwarf on the back. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one that, and and back in the day, there, there was there was a TV series, a TV program. It called um, was it Stargate or something? And I I was it Stargate or Star Stargate? Stargate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I I really liked that as an idea, just because you can place these Stargates in various worlds and galaxies and stuff, and basically it created depending on how you dialed it in, if they, you would effectively wormhole to these or the stargates in various but that would be fantastic because what it allowed you to do was effectively combine genres so you could go to one world that was i don't know pre-technological and you you could then stargate to another one that was post-technological and add you know sort of flying saucers and this that and the other and and, and literally that would allow you to explore loads of different types of worlds and and that never really got off the ground i don't I don't really know why, to be honest, because I think that would that have been proper decent, but um, but yeah, I I I, I don't know. I, I quite enjoyed that concept, and I, I quite enjoyed trying to develop that concept. And we tried it a couple of times, and, but it, it just sort of didn't really work. If it I'm sounds honest, a bit so. Doctor Who in its outlook, doesn't it? So yeah, you yeah. can travel to anywhere, go anywhere in time and space, and just. Yeah. have an adventure and then yeah. and move on through the gate or through and we talked Gaz talked about top secret um the the genre that we did based on loosely based on bond and espionage and what have you now the rules to that yeah the, the rules to that if i remember were, were very simple weren't they yeah uh, it was really, used for a lot of other games yeah you could adapt those for other games um, so there wasn't. Well, I think we, we touched on it early, where there, there was different rules, obviously uh, for different genres. But that one, you could actually modify, couldn't you, to actually use in in, in other games, which I think yeah. we, did we did a few times. So, so we, yeah. So so I did a um, effectively like an army base where we were all sort of special ops characters, and you would have a medic you would have a radio operator so think of obviously Andy in your day you know when when you had a platoon or you had a troop whatever you would have certain specialist people that that, that focus so I tried to develop a game based on right you you this sort of special ops group SAS type black ops group and you'd be sent into deepest darkest wherever you know back in the day like Nicaragua or wherever you know and you don't and and I basically used the the, the top secret rules because they were that portable in terms of actually it sort of fit lots of different genres and and you know and um but some were very specific so wouldn't work but actually the, the top secret was pretty generic to be fair and we've used that you know in, in a few other in a few other sort of games and stuff we've yeah. done so what would be your favorite then go on i'll i'll go i'll pinch one of andy's sort of questions then add what what would be your sort of favorite genre then what's what's your favorite role playing um, my favourite character as well, Phil. Like oh, go on then. Okay, okay. there you go, yeah. Go on. Uh, well, my favourite genre, I'd, I'd say there was two that I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Call of Cthulhu. We did that so many times. One of That was one of the very early games that Craig introduced me to after Star Wars and Merc was Call of Cthulhu. And I was a character called Harold Pontenby Smythe, I think it was. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember the adventure, but yeah, right from the offing, I loved that game. And... Yeah, that was probably my favourite game to run as well as a GM. The other one I liked was also another game that I GM that that Pete introduced us to was Vampire. Yeah, I loved that. I did. 
Yeah, it was a, a little, a little bit limited in terms of how you, you know, the the princes and introducing yourself to the city, the 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 way that the vampires existed and that societal society and the way that it was played. But I just, I just loved it a little bit different, a little bit different. You're effectively, you're almost playing the villain, which is quite unusual because in most games you're playing the good guy. Yeah. But my favourite character was a good guy who I played as a villain, and that was Bruce Campbell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not not the actor himself, but I had a character who was head of engineering in Star Trek, a game that, that, that Pete ran. I was just the most annoying man on the planet. So I pretty much played myself. <laughs> Come on! It's interesting yeah, it's you say it. vampire because um, there's a, a game series called Bloodlines Vampire. Yeah. And I think that's based on like a you know, like tabletop. Yeah, sort of I, yeah I, I think it is based on that game, which is yeah. like... Um, Oh, what's it called? World of something or other. World darkness. Of... World of Darkness, that's right. Darkness. Is, is, yeah. yeah. And then you play that in different genres, and Vampire was one. Uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed that one. Yeah. There's a Craig, another game as well. Cyberpunk, I don't know if Yeah. So they've done a game of that. Yeah. Last December came out. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. But I think the board game set. Is it 2030 or 2020? Or well, you got yeah. something that was a Judge Dredd, obviously, which was futuristic, that that type of sort of, mm. you know, sort of um, post-apocalyptic sort of anarchic world sort of thing. Um, and, and Judge Dredd was a, was a role-playing genre that you could obviously... Um, but, yeah, cyberpunk. Um, yeah, I don't, think we, I don't think we ever... I don't think we ever explored no. that, did we? I don't think. But, but that would work. Yeah, absolutely, that would work, yeah. Craig, what was your favourite then? Uh, favorite to play in or favorite to run? Well, to take your pick. Either, either. Um, I, I come back to Adam with the Call of Cthulhu. Um, what, 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 what era did you prefer, Adam? Were you nineteen twenties kind of guy? Yeah, I like the nineteen twenties. Yeah, the classic. Yeah, I, I, I was definitely Cthulhu, but I love um the Cthulhu by Gaslight, which yeah. was basically Call of Cthulhu, but it was more you know Victorian London, eighteen nineties or something. Yeah. And, and yeah. strangeness that's going on in the empire at the time, you know, um, loved that, loved that, still do, and I still sort of put put together the Cthulhu um, on that Cthulhu by Gaslight. Other game, um, and it never, it never. Re- I like Merp, but the game I really did love, and this this bit me way back was was RuneQuest, which uh, yeah, Adam never took the ducks. ducks. And- Fighting ducks. Ducks. Fighting 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 ducks. Deformed ducks that were evolved that could speak and everything, but the game I was I was introduced to never had any ducks in, but it had some really good um, scenarios in, and, and I loved that. But you never, it never, you guys never sort of thought, oh, that's great, I'll run it. So I never got to play from, in the game. From that though, it was would you would you rather fight one duck sized, one horse sized duck, or? Ten duck-sized horses or whatever it was. Just like I, I genuinely yeah, don't really answer that question. <laughs> I don't know. But Sid, then what, what? What was yours then? Sort of favourite to play, run of, of characters that you remember? Um, well, yeah, vampire. I really, really enjoyed playing vampire. Um, again, cool. Cthulhu was the first game I played, so you know that was that's obviously going to be one of my favourites. Um, but Merp, running Merp. I really enjoyed to do, and also playing in Merp uh, when Craig or Gaz. And did you ever run Merp or very little, really? From time to time, yeah, from time to time. Yeah, um, so and, uh, I liked playing in that one as well, uh, but I think that's pure and simply for really the love of Lord of the Rings, Yeah. you know, in that in that genre, really, you know, because I really like Lord of the Rings and what have you. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that for me, that's what, what mine would be. Yeah. What about favourite characters? Did you say your favourite character? Did I miss that? Oh, if, John was, uh, if John was this, it'd be the Mounty, wouldn't it? But, you know, um, so that would be gone. And said, what would what, be yours then? Just, I'll just uh, go back a bit on another game that I really enjoyed playing, which was just a, a laugh. And Adam used to always run it. And I remember at 50, um, in that back room, 
and we is Marvel. Oh, you used to love playing Marvel. It was so, so, so. It was just, just on laugh, PC, just funny, wasn't it? Very it was, really, it was yeah. very on PC. Really the way back in the it. day, so basically, Marvel, obviously based on the the the, the, the sort of superhero universe as such, and basically, Adam set it, uh, and we were effectively school kids, you know, and but we we would have these like mutant powers and stuff and it was just it was just so wrong it was just horrendous but it was funny it was probably just like light relief sort of thing wasn't it but yeah it was good um i, th- I think yeah i don't know for me i, I don't know there's a there's a couple um i think i'm going down the line of sid just just because i really really enjoyed tolkien's work and the 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 whole genre he created. Tolkien was a genius and literary genius and he created all the genealogy of the different races and the languages. You know, he didn't just create write books, he created bleeding languages and stuff. So he's a mm. he literally is a, a genius. So Merp, I think because it was the first one that I did and introduced me to it, that always has a special sort of hold on me. But like I'd, I really like the, the Call of Cthulhu. I, I love, again, Lovecraftian sort of novels and work and, and the mythos and, and that sort of stuff so yeah and I know it might be a little boring as such but but those two for me were uh, the newer ones maybe I did quite like Vampire um, I love Star Wars but never really massively enjoyed the, the genre of role playing Star Wars I love George Lucas and the films and all of that yeah. sort of stuff but I the, the role playing game just didn't quite work for me. Transfer across well, did it? No. Um, so Merp really was Middle Earth role playing, and then Call of Cthulhu again. So the two that we generally have played a lot. Um, I think Cthulhu worked with us because it, it was it was a world that we knew because it, it was it was the modern world. Well, modern world, nineteen twenties or eighteen nineties, yeah. whatever. But so we knew the world. It was just the occult strangeness that was going on in the world yeah. that yeah. came from left field to you think, do you know what? That's that's spooky weird. Yeah. Uh, sorry guys, I've interrupted you on your No no, no well, carry on. I, no carry on. Going back to Merp though, it's like the Merp that I used to I used to run. I'd used to like write an essay in a night because of all the damage record and everything they had. <laughs> all the, the broken legs and broken shoulders and all that. It was a uh, yeah, well, it was crazy. I, I remember back in the day, you know, you would the, the games master would introduce the scenario, and I would be literally like, like writing, like almost word for word, copious, copious notes. Copious about, notes. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. basically, Adam would just sit there and go, yeah, 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 whatever. And then, like, we'd meet again like the following week. Go, so, what's going on? And Adam would go, guys, and I'd literally get out before <laughs> and almost like word for word repeat. And he's, like, oh, I remember now. Yeah, I remember. And and that sort of died a death level. I literally would have like no, just pages and pages of notes about what was going on, what our thoughts were. We had like a to do list of right, what you carry, right, we'll leave it there, but make sure you write down what it is that your thought process is and what you're going to do next time. And it, it was, yeah, just proper. But for me, just really, really decent memories of sort of growing up. And I know it's geeky and I know. You know, it, 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 I said back in the day, even it, it was, sort of, I say, frowned upon, and you would, you know, you were a nerd, you were a geek and stuff. But for me, I really enjoyed it. I, I genuinely, it was like part of my, I say, growing up. And obviously, I did lots of sports and did play lots of sports and stuff. But I proper enjoyed just, you know, going around to Craig's and, you know, we, we'd role play, and then, you know, it'd be I would host or Adam would host or whatever. You know, it, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. How do you decide who hosts and stuff? Oh, what's going on? <laughs> what on earth is going on here? And who's done this? I don't know who's done that, but that's <laughs> impressive. That's Sid. That is look at his cheeky look little at face. Archie, look at him. Yeah. If, He's if the one who's gone quiet. Yeah, if you're listening to the audio version, check out the video version now because you know what? It's a little bit different. We've never had this before on Tallboy Radio. We haven't, but sorry, well, Andy. What were you going to say? I lost everybody. All I could see was Gaz, and then everybody just went. And I didn't press anything, so I just clicked that grid view and went together, together mode, and we were all there. I thought that's nice. There you go, go so, Andy. Sorry. What was your question anyway? What were you going to say? Forgotten now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I I, I can't. I I suppose I I was thinking of a few questions as like, do you still have that enthusiasm for playing it? So say like you played last year, was it still like before you you all met, do you say like, oh, blah, 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 I was going to host it, we'll we'll do this story, we'll have these sort of characters or anything like that, or is it just literally you all just turn up and go drink a few beers and go, oh, let's play this and you'll be this. To be fair, it it did... for a while, it was we not clinging onto our youth and stuff, but it, it was not an excuse to meet other guy. It, but it, you know, we obviously didn't see each other as much as we we once did, and it was a case of you know we're all good mates, and you didn't want to lose that catching up. And particularly during COVID, it was obviously difficult because you can't meet each other in person and stuff. So, um, I, but it was a little bit like we we'd we'd all arrive and an hour later. We actually haven't started role playing yet. It because we'd just be catching up and we'd just have a couple of beers and we'd be chatting and and then all of a sudden it'd be like, oh my god, guys, it's like half nine or whatever. We haven't even started yet, if you know what I mean. So yeah. Um, but back in the day, we were, you know, we we we'd go to craze early Saturday morning and we'd be role playing. You know, it'd be like right, what time can you get round? It'd be like half eight Saturday morning or whatever. You know, and you'd literally be there at half eight. You'd be role playing from half eight till half eleven, twelve o'clock, and then we go because Craig would go work or whatever. You know, Craig's obviously 25 years older than all of us lot, so, um, <laughs> you know, he'd be, he'd be going to work and stuff. And Yeah. But, yeah, so more recently it's been a bit more of an excuse just to meet and catch up and see how everybody's family is, and the role-playing's become a bit secondary, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, I, I, I would quite like, I'm 47 now, but I'd quite like to role-play again. I'm not saying oh. I'd do it once a week and and you know go back but i would quite like just to just to role play again because even if it just reminisces and it takes you back to, you know that that's why i would do it but yeah it's good that you have that bond and stuff yeah like, yeah and and, and yeah. you know i mean obviously I, I met craig through it and however many what 30 however many years later you know we're still mates and stuff so it's there used to be how many of us in, in total the role play there must be what 12 yeah. Oh, I suppose. I suppose through. Obviously, you've got over the years. Both, yeah. Both of Adam's sort of younger brothers, and um, mm. obviously, yeah. Obviously, Dave. We've mentioned his brother yeah, Steve. Steve Rollway. You know, um, Mike, Mick, Mick, Orm, Phil. You know. Yeah. yeah. So there, there was there was a few. Yeah, there was a few. Um, and and I I would quite like you know I would quite like to. To carry on, are we? Yeah, as I say, are we going to do it every week, every other week? No, probably not. Could we? Could we do once a month? Possibly, yeah. You know, I, I, just because just because of the commitments. Yeah, and I remember when we first started. I remember myself and uh, John uh, Adams, Adams' brother going to. I think it was a Wednesday night at the library. They had a role playing club, didn't they? All stage of library. Sure, they did. Not, I, I remember Thursday. Was it Thursday? Might have changed because maybe Thursday. Maybe Thursday. Now we're over forties. Yeah, and then and they had like different different games on different tables. It was proper geeky. You know, it was like Merp on one table. It might have been Traveller on something else. It was, you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was proper, proper, proper night. It was good. It was all right. But you, yeah, you got to meet some some uh, proper geeks. Yeah, strange <laughs> folk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, proper, proper nerds. Proper nerds. Brilliant. Do you ever go to the like Warhammer shops and stuff like that? Like the yeah, tabletop yeah. shops. Yes. Is that is that where you get your books and stuff from? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a couple Back in, in Hanley. Was it Hanley? What was it called? Oh, Fantasy World. World. Fantasy World. World. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Was it Forbidden something. Forbidden, Forbidden Planet. Planet was yeah. down. Yeah. Um, There's two of them in Manchester. Took over, but there was also. Was it the Fiction Factory or something down on the bus fiction station? Fiction Factory, oh, yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, well, there was one in Osage, you said, you did say. Back in the what day, was... D&G Games, back yeah. in the game, Osage, next to the Oatcake Shop. That's yeah, it, that's yeah. It. yeah. What did they do? They sell all adventures did... and models and things. Brilliant. What, what did D&G stand for, anyway? Do you remember? <laughs> I, I think um, it was his boys' names, because his old was. son was Darren. Was it Darren and Gary? Oh, right, yeah. I, I, I think... Know. Because it was Alan Marsh, was the chap who ran it, ran the shop. Um, he was the one that organised the uh, paintballing as well. Oh yeah, they, oh, yeah. I, they, I also remember they used to do role playing in the back. I'm sure they did. Mm. Like, they got, yeah, they got a carpet was. or something place in the back, but yeah, they used to play games in there. I remember. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, that, yeah. that was so we used to, originally we used to get our stuff from there, but that obviously the more mainstream ones was like Forbidden Planet in, in Hanley yeah. and the or Fancy World, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And fiction fact. Yeah, then you have I remember. Shop you and what have you, things like that. Yeah, it's going back for a few years that now. It is. So I'm going to pinch one of Andy's questions again. Sorry, because I, 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 yeah, you know me. What, what's your? Is the is the one moment phrase joke um, quote that Many. that that you you know that, that takes you back to the the <laughs> day back in the day sort of thing? I've got plenty. Go on, go on. Then, so you, 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 you go first. Then, so. <laughs> he did say a lot of them. To be fair, dude. <laughs> I can't remember all of them, guys, but I'll give you the one about the rope. we could help you. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm sure you could. Tie the rope at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Because if he falls <laughs> off, he'll be safe. <laughs> yeah. So, Andy, just to paint the picture, we were, we were trying to scale this, this sort, of, sort of rock face. And... I can't remember who's running the game, but basically they were like, Sid, what you, what, what, you, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm, I'm just, I, what I'll do is I'll, I'll tie the rope at the bottom. And he's like, okay, what, why are you doing that? He says, well, when we get halfway up, then if we fall off, then we'll be safe. And he's like, dude, dude, seriously, <laughs> like, have a think about what you just said. I think I might have had a few, actually. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back, back to the inn. <laughs> yeah. Back to the inn after, absolutely. Back to well, the inn, yeah. When I asked Dave about coming on and he said he couldn't remember anything, he says, the only story I can remember is Sid tying his rope to the bottom of a hill before he climbed up. <laughs> there you go. Man. Is that what he said? Yeah, notorious, <laughs> notorious story. Oh, brilliant. Go on, Craig, get going. Give us just an abiding sort of memory or whatever um, it may be. Uh, well, um, something that actually transports me back, I, I, I don't know, there's just so many. Yeah. Uh, as for quotes, I think... Again, so many, but I think a lot of you pulled me up on a star or a cross or a because yes. um, um, back to the authorians. If we ever drifted off to any other conversation, uh, yeah, that yeah, that was funny. Yeah, miss and hit a tree. Um, the, the, the donkey, one two words, donkey, two, two words. words, donkey. Two right. words, battle Steve. Tactics. Two words, lads. What is it? Donkey? Uh, <laughs> no, it's battle tactics. Just like just the, the, there was one that I don't was it Phil. Martin, Phil, and basically, Andy, you, you, what, when you role play, obviously, you, what you can do is you can role play the, the same scenario sort of a couple of times, and you know, you, it's diff- so I suppose it's a bit like World of Warcraft, where you you might start at a particular place and you play the same scenario, but actually, you might then act in a different way or do things differently. Yeah. And was it we we were sort of we were in this dungeon or whatever it was, and and all of a sudden, Phil his character starts like bashing this table and breaking this was it marble table or whatever it was and he's like we were at austin Ed hill is uh, that yeah and, and he's like, he said let's why? drain the pool he said let's drain the pool he said Let, let's just drain this pool it was like well why are you doing that he said, well it worked last time there's loads of stuff you just like <laughs> i just completely just didn't get the concepts the fact that actually there wasn't a last time because it's a completely different sort of story he, and stuff. he, he so did just, that a couple of times one of them was um uh through call of cthulhu we were running an adventure well I, I think i was running the adventure called horror of the glen um and basically when, when he arrived at this this village up in the you know creepy weird sort of wicker man kind of village in the top of scotland um he noticed that the manor house was surrounded by trees and he starts collecting firewood and he said what what you do phil i'm gonna burn the trees why well that's what we did last time yeah. no, no you, you, you've missed the point of the game sort of you haven't, you haven't found that information out yet yeah it's just like so yeah. so yeah a couple couple of those things um i won't <laughs> i won't tell you the, the story about why phil actually leave early one night i'll tell but... that story that's no that's the that's the best phil story basically andy no just go it's not me it's not me yeah, no, no, not that one, not that one. Oh, he, t- okay. he, t- he, t- he turned up one day and he's like, oh, yeah, lads, I, I'm going to have to call it quits early tonight. I've got a big job on in the morning. been really working very hard, like cementing something outside of McDonald's, yardy, yardy, yardy. Then about 45 minutes later, he goes, yeah, I mean, me and my dad are going to watch this cracking porno that we've rented. <laughs> okay, I thought you said you had to work in the morning. That's why you had to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it just one it's just uh, for some reason that was just an abiding memory it's just like yeah nice one phil but yeah i remember the uh, yeah, <laughs> and then you'd be like what phil you'd be going you off god, it's not me it's not me what's not you oh god gee yeah so yeah just just 
silly little memories and Dave have always been Mr. Rules guy who, you know, be like adding a rules book, trying to look for what you can do and what you can't do. And Sid always been a seven foot five meat axe that, you know, would just go and bash everybody's head in and <laughs> stuff. You know, you know, do, just... Do, do you remember, remember the move eventually that Dave run around our house? Um, and it was, I think we, we, we played everything. We travelled for something like four weeks, but it was proper... Just game time. We, you know, we role played travel for four weeks. Did nothing else. Remember? <laughs> I don't remember. A lot of the time, obviously, basically, Andy. You know, if you were travelling and stuff, there would be rules as to how far you could travel or how long. You know, if you're riding a horse in in the sort of in in the middle earth, were you know how you can't just ride a horse twenty four hours a day for it. You know, so th- there'll be rules and quite a lot of the time, part of the adventure would be you role playing that travel. Yeah. But because the, the world of Middle Earth is so big, it'd be like, right, what are you doing? Yeah, we'll just travel. <laughs> yeah, we'll just travel. So, and a lot of the time it'd be like, okay, you've travelled for a couple of days. Right, you're there now, you know, just to move the story along. But I remember that day, yeah, he was like literally like just travel after travel after travel. And you just, oh, God's sake. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so many, so many, so many, yeah, I mean, Howard Potter was a character for me that that I remember um, massively. That that was that was one of the main Cthulhu characters that I had, and yeah, you know, I remember him. And actually, I think Varak Ungstead was one of the first ones I had. That was that was the first one. So, um, but yeah, good times. Just loved yeah. it. Loved being a geek. Still, I'm a geek, but loved being a geek yeah. back in the day as well. You've always said on this podcast, guys, you're a geek. Now everybody knows why. Yeah, no, absolutely. I am. We, proud we've to be outed a geek. you. Proud to be a geek, mate. Proud to be a geek. I suppose oh. on that note, we're at the hour mark as well. <laughs> always have been, always will be. <laughs> um, so yeah, should we, do you want to say your goodbyes and then we'll do a little closing thing or anything? Or? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go. Yeah. Not so well, much, so you can go. I, I know. I, I have been quiet this time you know it's, it's great that just to sit here and listen sometimes um I play the part of the listener i should have been i'm basically it makes me polish i guess so <laughs> yeah thank you very much for listening this like i say when we started this podcast 12 months ago never dreamed that we'd be sitting here now as we are talking about role playing but being listened to in 28 different countries. And I, we really appreciate it. Like I said, to chart and in Poland, the brief t- spell that we had in the charts in England, really, really appreciate it. It's been a great journey these last 12 months. And I'm looking forward to seeing where we take it in the next 12 months and so on going forward. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, I could completely echo that. Um, when I'd asked sort of um, myself and Andy whether or not we'd sort of come on board in terms of the podcast, never really thought that months down months and months and months down the line we'd still be sort of doing it um still talking absolute nonsense and irrelevance so on most most tuesday nights and to have people in 28 different countries just listening to what we've got to say is brilliant again thanks and a big shout out to the sort of twitter community those guys that retweet us those guys that that sort of keep promoting us we keep trying to do the same for you um and you know what We've said that this COVID hit year has affected what we want to do. Um, let's hope that once we get post-COVID, um, the things that we've got planned, the, the the ideas that we've got in terms of trying to grow Torball Radio come to fruition. Um, really looking forward to what the next sort of 12 months has to offer. Um, yeah, love tonight, guys. Loved um, the guests. So, Sid, Craig, thank you very much for, 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 for coming on board yeah, no to sort of chatting about... Thank you. Sort of our youth and stuff. Um, really look forward to perhaps having you guys on again in future episodes for whatever topic it may be. Um, yeah, um, that's me. Me out. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So I yeah yeah. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. Uh, like likewise, I enjoyed last time uh, I was on. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. So if you yeah if you want to do if you want us on again or what have you, let me know and we'll talk some more rubbish. <laughs> Brilliant. You'll fit Thanks, right guys. in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just uh, thanks for inviting me. Um, obviously, podcast newbie for this week. Um, it's It's been interesting to listen to you speak, actually, on 
on different subjects and your thoughts. And obviously, when we role play, you don't sort of get that sort of influx. You sort of meet, chat, have a drink, and as you say, an hour later, you start the game. But but you don't actually get to that point of asking the questions of, well, what did you like? Why did you like that? And and that's that's been really good. I'm 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 glad. So thanks a lot for inviting me for uh, for this episode. Thank you. Thank you. So there we go. That's episode 55 in the bin. Uh, yeah, it was a good one. I, I've learned a lot today and uh, I'll, I'll take a try to look into it a bit more and see what all the fun I'm missing out on. Uh, so yeah, so until next time, see you later.